Good morning. You're listening to the Horror Business Podcast. So, <laughs> so check it out, right? So I'm not, let me, let me, let me say this one more time. I'm not <laughs> supposed to advertise the Disney special at Albertsons. <laughs> so I want to just say for the record, that's a violation of my constitutional amendments. That's also a violation of state records, amendments, penal codes, and other things. You know, other people want to say that I'm violating their freedoms and stuff like that. Well, what about mine? So, with that being said, that's free speech. Um, You can find that in your constitution. Um, If you don't agree with any of that, you can read Thomas Paine's Common Sense. Uh Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so with that being said, um, I'm not supposed to advertise that Disney special going on in Albertsons. So, I mean, if you don't care for that, you could always go to Stater Brothers. Friendly, local neighborhood grocers. Um, so, <laughs> um, The moon was full. I uh, vaguely remember running through the headstones violently. The hot steam pouring from my nostrils as the cold wind blew through my fur. The moon was full again. My blood raged and it boiled and it pounded like something of that in a steel machinery that, oh, I felt alive. The cold snow and the golden fallen leaves trudging underneath my feet. The crunching. There was a house at the far end of town that always had poultry for red meat. Oh, I loved the red meat. Over the fence, on its back now, struggling for its life. My teeth tearing through the top of its throat and its back quarters to its neck. I just remember hearing the spine snapping from underneath my teeth, blood dripping from my face, howling and howling. Howling. It was the all black room again. one in the room. How'd I get up here? Place where my grandfather used to work, actually.
when he too was a caretaker. Guess the bins for done and undone. That was another one. Thank you, the young man said. As his ghost flashed in front of the desk. I went out to the porch and I lit a cigarette. I watched the sun set behind the silhouetted trees of the cemetery, the orange and purple, the way it flashed across the afternoon sky. There's always something so beautiful and glorious by design. I couldn't help but like to take the time late in the afternoon After mending and caring for the broken things, the things of old that have passed away, all their paperwork's on a desk, and you open the door and twist it on. That's what you'll find. One of the names on it is just for you. Yeah, it's just for you. The cobblestone was really thick that evening. I could hear it underneath my boots. The way it clicked. The candle lamp from the streets was, was dim that evening. A lot of it was due to the heavy fog and the mist that was rolling in from the northern sea. A Halifax Bay of sorts, I guess you'd say. I needed the fresh air, to be quite honest. The inside of the pub was rather drab. Smoke was getting to me, I guess. But I always loved the way the pipe full was underneath the nighttime sky. Especially on a night like this. When the fog and the mist Seems to hunt you like the spirits do. Something to clear the air, I guess. The way back to the tavern was a was a short one. I needed a crew. I needed one fast. The hour was getting later by the second. But something about the dingy tavern didn't really suit me right. Figured I'd walk back anyway. Like any other cuss of a sailor would have did. Sure enough, a brawl was out in the street now. 
tone was quiet, as it always seemed. Been scouting for a little over a week or so for a good crew, but I haven't really found anybody till this last ship rolled in. I remember a knife in somebody's back as he went brawling through the window. Hats off to him as I stepped to the left and then through the front door. Rum, a bottle of rum. I sat in my corner with a lad by the name of Jim Hawkins. But there wasn't no treasure island for this trip, says I. And skeletal remains of Captain Tom in the bed was quite a sight to see. Crew gasping, where could he have gone? Jim Harkins pokes his head out the window and says, the boat. Ah, it was leaving at the harbor it was. Switched my clothes for the man and the skeleton they found there. And me and the crew sailed off into the sun. I didn't know what to expect to the northwest passage of the sea. However, I knew it was always rough as it always was. Winter slowly coming to its end still had its bite through the salt sea air. The land was still the back and green, the frost did have its spiteful ways. Cargo was quite large. Scotland to Dublin. Whiskey, concrete, bricklayer trade, you might say. But the Northwest Passage was often known to grow violent during the winter season. Storm I had figure on passing more. I guess the storm didn't really feel like passing. And the cold salt sea wind blew from the northern east, sending the raging tide from the east quite in reverse. Whirlwind was raging. Thunder was clapping to the night-drenched sky. Cannon fire. That's all I remember was cannon fire. Hey!
Hey, wake up, man. You got to give me a beer. What? Yeah, yeah, you. You got to give me a beer. Darby? What the fuck you waking me up for, man? Well, you said you said you had to work early or something, didn't you? I've never just took a quick look around. It was just the desk. The typewriter. Still sat. Sometimes I check my surroundings once in a while to make sure I was in the same place. Make sure I was in the same place. I took a cigarette from the cigarette case that was at the opposite end of the desk, <clears throat> filing the paperwork. I've never exactly fallen asleep in the chair before. Something violent usually always happens. I I didn't even know if that was okay. Something about leaving that undone scared me, though. But a caretaker must always be a man about his tasks. So I got up and I rose. Had my coffee and my bread, slightly deranged, sick in the head. But a wonderful life that he is lead at his task when he awakes. Open the door and twist the knob. Paperwork on a desk is what you'll find. To mend and keep the broken things, things of all that have passed away. Open the door and twist the knob. Name on it is just for you. That's just for you. That's more from the Caretaker Diaries um, on this morning's Horror Business Podcast. Um, that was a rendition from an article I had submitted to the Irish Times and The Guardian. Um, I also think I sent a copy to... Henry Rollins, and it might have been a special story that I did for Ouroboro when I was still with Submittable. They were looking for like a knightly, kingly story with like chivalry and stuff. So I did like a rendition of the Captain Tom, but it was like more of like a side story for Jim Hawkins, but it was inspired by the Northwest Passage to the Sea. Um, it was chopped and screwed a little bit to more or less fit the story that I was working with. Um, I had left off at the old house, so I thought one of my English pieces would probably be better. Um, I'm still waiting on some feedback for the Who's On First rendition with me and Frank. Um, it's not the real Frank Costello. Unfortunately, that would be really sick. However, I thought it would be just as cool to have a different Frank. So we're going to be working on a rendition of who's on first. We'll call it Sloppy Seconds.
because it'll be all chopped and screwed. But uh, anyway, for the Horror Business Podcast, let me know if anybody thinks that'd be a cool idea. Um, I'll probably do a camel commercial for that one. So if I get some feedback on that too, it'd be awesome. And once again, I am not supposed to advertise that there may or may not be a Disney Albertson special going on at your local neighborhood Albertsons. However, that is not good enough for you. Um, Check out your local friendly neighborhood Stater Brothers. And uh, stay tuned for some more horror business. And if you're going to scream, scream one way. I live always never